Hi, I'm Katie Humphrey and welcome to the Behind the Business podcast. And today I am talking to Jackie Wilson and Jackie is somebody that I've known for quite a while now through initially through my virtual assistant business um, and I, I still work with her today and she is just one of the most incredible, inspiring women I have ever met. Um, She's a keynote speaker, an empowerment coach, mindfulness teacher, uh, and the founder of three businesses, I believe it is now. Um, So welcome, Jackie. Thanks for coming on. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No problem. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Um, So you're going to be telling us your story, aren't you? Kind of where you've come from and how how you've got to where you are today. It's a big part of why I'm where I am today so it it kind of feels quite natural to to talk about I'm quite an open person I think it gives some perspective as to what I'm doing now um, and the reason why yeah because it is three businesses that you're the founder of now isn't it yes it is I do have a fourth um, thing that I'm involved with Um, so I have Empower Education Emotions Toolkit and a uh, social enterprise called Positively Empowered Kids which obviously you're very involved with. <laughs> I think that's incredible that you managed to to have three businesses and a fourth that you're involved with. I only have two and it it tires me out. <laughs> yeah it's, it's been an interesting journey and I think over the last year as you've witnessed things have um, kind of changed and, and evolved quite rapidly um, and, and my my main business that I was working on with schools um, going into that um, closure or um, restrictions I've not been able to go into school so that part of my business that Empower Education has become quieter yet the social enterprise has just really blossomed so yeah it's it's, it's just finding my way I'm, I'm very much a person who trusts in the direction I'm going and whatever comes from that um, is where I follow and it's worked so far so I'm very happy with that. Yeah and I think that's that's really important isn't it to kind of follow your intuition and follow your gut and and see where that takes you. Yeah that that is something that I've come to learn over the years because at one point I was not listening at all um, to to my gut instinct and I realized how off course I was massively you know I had no connection with that and um, and I suppose that leads us into the story that has brought me to to where I am today. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a bit more about that then? <laughs> Absolutely I, I, you know I, I grew up um, I had a, a sister who's three years younger than me I think my journey really started when she was born um, with all the work that I've done on myself, my, you know, really deep self-development work. It occurred to me that as a three-year-old, I suddenly decided that having a, a young sister appear, a baby, um, that I was no longer wanted. I was no longer loved and, and I wasn't important. And they became beliefs that ran my life actually through my childhood um, because I can see what I was doing um, in my life with friends within the family unit um, trying to take control of my sister and of my mum particularly my dad was out at work a lot of the time um, but that played into it 
So there was all of these beliefs rooted in me from a very young age, which weren't true, but I'd, I'd made them become true. Um, and so I was became very jealous of my sister because in my mind, she was more important than me. She was more loved than me. Um, and that has a massive impact. And a lot of older children do experience that from the children that I've worked with. A lot of children do um, have those similar beliefs. Um, and my life was good. I had a really good younger years. Um, my parents were brilliant. Um, we all have our flaws. You know, they weren't perfect, but no parent is. My mum was a kind of stay-at-home mum for our younger years, and my dad went out to work, and he travelled quite a bit. Um, but it was when I was 10, I had a massive trauma uh, when I lost my uncle, very tragically, um, overnight, just there and then gone. Um, and that was my mum's brother. And that I went into shock, I think. I don't remember. I remember that night. I don't remember anything for about two years after that. Um, I locked away my grief. I then just carried on as normal. I think I don't remember that time. All I do remember as a teenager, I became very angry, um, very withdrawn, particularly at school. Um, I was very, I was very angry in the house, but very withdrawn at school, and I struggled. Life became a struggle, and that because of my already deep self worth issues they were impacted and so self-hatred depression came there was a lot going on for me through my teens and my 20s um I was a mum at 23 and parenting was a challenge um I loved my kids I had two kids by the age of 25 and I really struggled with my mental health at that time it, it was not an easy ride for any of my family um and that is something that was quite a difficult time. Um, I retrained as a yoga teacher. So I worked in travel up until my early 20s. And once I had two children, I, I became a bit entrepreneurial. That's where my entrepreneurial side came when I had my first child um, working in a, well, starting our own business with my best friend. Um, doing thing, doing bookkeeping and things like that but that wasn't my passion I did lots and lots of different things trialing and, and seeing what I could do all the while quietly suffering with my mental health nobody knew um obviously my, my husband he wasn't ever realized that I had a mental health problem but he obviously experienced the challenges that I presented um and it wasn't until my mid-30s when I had my third child, um, that things got quite to the point, a, a really difficult place. But at the same time, what happened was I came across a program, a year long program in self development, which did rip me open. And I was very vulnerable at that time, but it did do something that was quite extraordinary. It kind of woke me up to myself. I started to realize how I was like letting life happen to me, not understanding my life, not knowing what had gone before and how it affected me. Um, and I suddenly was able to see the dynamics of the three-year-old, um, the experiences that I've, I had with the trauma that I experienced. 
And I started to be able to put jigsaw pieces together and start to see how my life was running. And I realised that wasn't supporting me. It wasn't really helpful and I wasn't helping myself. And it was on that course at the end of the year that I had a moment of realisation that I needed to provide young people with this knowledge earlier, not as deep as I've gone, but they needed to be more self-aware. They needed to understand themselves and not come to that point where so many people do, where we have such low self-worth that we limit ourselves, as I have done, uh, being playing very small in life and only ever doing the the not the least but but not really pushing myself to step into my potential because I didn't even know I had one um I didn't think I was good enough to to be one of those those kind of people so after years and years now of doing a lot of deep work on myself I've started to notice the words that I'm using how I'm limiting myself I've started to to realize and, and mindfully, because obviously I'm a mindfulness teacher now, really tapping into when I'm feeling out of sorts and being able to navigate through it with my training in mindfulness and yoga and all the other modalities of coaching and, and such like that I've trained in. It's, it's enabled me to come to a place where I'm thriving, you know, and as you said at the beginning, I've got three businesses and I've got a fourth project that I, I'm involved with, which is Teachers Come First um, conferences. But for me, I know when I'm limiting myself and I can quickly shift that into a more um, supportive thought or I can actually move more into my potential because I'm aware of how I'm being in every moment. And it, when you can catch yourself in those moments of, you know, your your old version of yourself, that three-year-old or that eight-year-old or that 14-year-old that just pops up now and again, because they do, they're there. You've, you've lived through that time and it stays with you. Um, and so they do pop up occasionally when you have a little bit of a, a wobble because you've got to go on radio or TV or whatever it is that you're doing you have that part of you that doesn't think they're good enough that just, you know, kind of arrives and, and you have to acknowledge and be compassionate towards yourself in those moments, but realize I've got a greater purpose and mission in life, which is to really empower the next generation to be positive change makers. That's, that's what I've come to realize that every young person has an incredible potential a lot of them, the majority of young people, do not realise that they have this potential. So if we can, or I can, along with all the people I work with, if I can sow a seed in one young person who then passes that on and it ripples out, um, that is me meeting my, my purpose and my mission in life. So it's really important for me in every moment to keep stepping up into more and more of my potential so that I can enable others, particularly the, the younger generation, to do the same. Wow. I, I just, I mean, I'm almost speechless. I think that's just incredible. And, you know, it's so heartfelt. And I think it's so needed as well. Um, one of the things that we talked about when when we first met was um, kind of 
my experience with my kids and mental health um and almost the the kind of lack of support there is just generally uh, to to help children have a positive mindset and you know to almost stop before it gets to the to the worst situation you know put those tools in place at the beginning so that they don't end up with you know chronic anxiety or depression and things like that um, and I think what you do is just incredibly needed it, it really really is yeah for me you know I know you know a lot about what we do but for me we do need we all need this early intervention and prevention you know if we can educate ourselves as parents first and foremost because we has to start with us um mm-hmm. of how to navigate through the challenges we face because we were never put through that education in school which is something no. one day i will see happen in education we will get this self development education in some form because i think it's crucial um and it, and as parents if we can really empower ourselves with the knowledge and understanding of how how to as i said navigate life more easily we can pass that on to our children and when we're able to do that we then get more connection with our children we we're able to be more empathic with our children we're able to support our children in that moment with what they're experiencing rather than coming from a place of our own childhood which we do when we're in a in a parent child relationship we flip what we experienced as children and become the adult we experience as a child um not always but unless we're mindful about how we're being a lot of our past comes into our present and that affects our child so if we mm-hmm. can be more mindful around our children we can sit with them and understand what's going on for them they then feel listened to and understood and we can help them and guide them through that with the tools that we have with the knowledge that we have because what i see is so many parents haven't got the information that i feel so incredibly lucky to have come across through my trainings through the the path my life's taken me um but i could be still that parent i was 10 15 years ago um that was still struggling and i can't sit there and um not do something about that for other people yeah and and i i completely get that and i think what you said about you know learning it as the parent first is so important because I I mean I've been doing a lot of self development over the last couple of years and doing my coaching diploma last year a lot of that was self development and I learned an awful lot about myself in that and actually one of the big things that I came out of the course knowing uh, and learning was actually how to parent better mm-hmm. which which was really bizarre because it wasn't anything to do with parenting but it's about self development you know and it was about learning about myself and how i react to things how i deal with things um and being able to use that um and kind of use those skills in parenting has actually i feel made me a better parent since then mm-hmm. um so it is like you said it is so important isn't it to to kind of give parents the tools so that they can help their children and it's about helping them first um i suppose it's like when you're on an airplane and they say you know put your air mask on first before you do you you put it on your child it's it's very there's another analogy alongside the airplane right it is the airplane model 
So you've got your, you put your oxygen mask on first, but also you have to pilot that aeroplane because otherwise if you're <laughs> in autopilot, then you're, like I said through my story, life was happening to me rather than me choosing my path, choosing how to speak, what to think, um, and, you know, how I want to feel in any moment. You know, you can choose to feel frustrated. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with choosing that. It's knowing that it's a passing moment that you can bring yourself into a happier place by doing certain things. And if you have this kind of pilot mindset that enables you to kind of just notice, it's that observer that is really crucial. If we can notice how we're being in a moment and that we're accepting that's how we're feeling, then we've got more control over that emotion. So we're often, we are controlled by our emotions and they direct our thinking and they direct our actions. Actually, that it's not always supportive in our relationships to be affected by our emotions. If we can recognize, oh, okay, I'm feeling really angry right now or really worried right now, that's a massive, dissipates it a lot quicker because we're able mm. to notice and name it and accept it and welcome it and not be fearful of it. Um, but then if you've got the, this ability to go, okay, that's where I am now. I really want to get myself back into a calmer place or a happier place or a more productive, whatever that might be. If we've got the knowledge of how to do that and we can create a way to do that, then that's us navigating life and choosing, choosing that moment to feel that to then move on. Um, and so for me, that's, for many parents, that's challenging. Where do we get that information from? You know, mm. who's out there? And it's, it's like a needle in a haystack. Who's the right person for me? And so um, it's, I suppose it'd be really good. You know, I am, I am one person in a sea of an incredible professionals who do amazing work uh, to support families and this was something that occurred to me about three and a half years ago that as I say it's only one person but there was one person three three years ago that that found me just by chance and his daughter was suicidal self-harming um, and had been through the child and adolescent mental health service and had felt no better. Now that's not every child because that service does incredible things for many, many young people. But this particular child didn't work for, and her her father had said, "There's just no hope. I don't I don't know what to do. What else can I do if, not, if that's not working for her?" He knew nothing else was out there. Luckily, he found me, and luckily, I was the right person for her. And within a few sessions, five sessions. She understood things in a different way than what she'd been shown before. And she's it's now three years on and she's thriving because she understood what she needed to understand. However, I might not have been the right person for her. And so, again, her dad would have been in that there's no hope situation, which is where the initial idea came from to bring professionals together into a space where we could get to know each other and we could talk about each other in our fields and um, spread the word so that if what we're doing isn't right for the, the family we come across we know other people who have incredible things incredible ideas 
um, that they could explore and tap into and find the right person for them because I do think it's really important each young person or each parent finds the right thing that resonates with them. So as you know, um, last year, Positively Empowered Kids came to life with the wonderful, amazing, beautiful, special Claire Clements. I can keep going on. <laughs> um, and alongside another lady, lovely Susan, um, we began just playing with that idea by creating a festival to bring the public or well, the families together with experts so that they could kind of empower themselves, look at what was out there, and look at tips and techniques and ideas that they could take home and do to empower them as a parent or a child to grow their minds and actually start to take care of their minds as well as they might do with their physical health because I think it goes in line we've got to look after both and often it's physical health that's put the focus on not the mental health um, and that really is important and that was an incredible moment absolutely incredible moment to bring the two together plus the collaborative feel of, of the experts it was it was an absolutely joyful experience for us to see that happen and a lot has happened since then and what we are all about as a social enterprise is connecting families with the person that's right for them providing them with information showcasing what is actually out there bringing it into one space with our family empowerment hub with our events and everything else we do it's all about helping each individual person adult child to find something that taps into them and that catches their imagination and, and helps them build their own toolkit if you like um to be able to and i'll go back to my my saying navigate life more easily yeah and and it's just an incredible resource um positively empower kids i mean i know i am a little biased as i do work with you and i think you guys are just incredible um but i do think the important thing to mention as well is the the family empowerment hub um is an incredible resource and it is full of tools um, and kind of tips and, and strategies and things that you can do to support and empower yourself as a parent and your children um, and it is completely free um, and I think it is a really important resource for all parents so if anybody listening does have children please do go to the Positively Empowered Hub. I will put a link in the episode, um, in the episode notes as well. But it is it is a fantastic resource. And, you know, real thanks to you, Jackie, and obviously Claire as well um, for creating it because it it's it's so important and it's so needed. And like you said before, and I, and I said it, it's hard to know where to look. I was looking for something for my son um, when, when he lost his dad. And aside from kind of going to your GP and, and counselling and bereavement counselling, there just wasn't anything and I, I couldn't find anything. And and I think the difficult thing is as well is you're not sure where to look. Um, I didn't even really know what to, to, to write on Google. Um, and it wasn't until I found you and Claire that I, I've, you know, I found this wealth of, of knowledge and, and tools and support that there is out there. So you know, I think getting the word out there about what you guys do is is so important and needed. And I think the great thing is at this point in time, obviously we're growing consistently, but we have a well over 500 experts within our network. So if somebody comes to us and 
exactly as you've said, just presenting with, with they need some support, they need something, where do I go? We could put a note within our network and within minutes, we're going to get a response from somebody um, who can help with that because of the wealth of people we've got there. So, and, and if they they themselves can't do something within their own networks, um, they will be able to find somebody. We And we can recommend each other, which is brilliant. Um, and that is important that we continue to evolve and grow that as we're going to be doing over the next year and two years. We're going to be continuing to grow this hub so that it is a bigger and better resource. So we've got webinars and forums. You know, it's in its early phases at the moment, but we are going to continually evolve that because we do recognise how important it is to everybody. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and I'm excited to be a part of the journey, to be honest. Um, so like I said, I am slightly biased, but I just think it's <laughs> it's needed, you know, and especially at the moment, you know, with with lockdown and the pandemic and the effect it's having on parents and children's mental health. You know, I just don't think there could be a better time uh, to have a resource like like what you guys offer. Mm hmm. Yeah, I know. We, we, I say I'm biased too, but I do I <laughs> know um, and feel the importance of it. You know, it, it's there every day. Even the experts are so blown away that we're doing this. Um, and we will continue. It's, it's just necessary. We've got a partnership with CAMS in Nottingham, um, and they're going to be now sending families to us. Um, either as part of their recovery or whilst they're on waiting lists you know there's there's so much we can do so we can start to ripple that around the country and let other cams know about it other um, families throughout the nation we can we're just going to keep building it because it's something we, we deeply believe in yeah and like I said I'm just excited to watch you grow <laughs> well Thank you ever so much, Jackie. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. Um, and like I said before, I will link the Empowerment Hub in the podcast notes because if there, like I said, if there are any parents listening, it is just a phenomenal resource to have access to. Um, but thank you again, Jackie. It was it was absolutely wonderful speaking to you, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jackie, and thanks to everyone for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Behind the Business podcast. Remember to like and share with anyone that might enjoy this. Let's create a community.